0: For the film Crickets with Jay Fortier, Chris Martineau, and Melanie Howerton. On this week's episode, here are things we really don't know. Does Chris have power? And does Melanie finally put her skeletons back into her closet? Here's what we do know. The Crickets are joined by stand-up comic, actor, and TYT contributor Ben Glebe. Jay, Chris, Melanie, and Ben review the 1985 American adventure comedy film The Goonies. Hey, you does it stand the test of time? Let's find out. Your film crickets are on now.
1: All right. Hey, friends, and welcome to the Film Crickets. It's a podcast about the past where we review movies from 1980 to 1999 and decide beyond a shadow of a doubt whether or not these movies stand the test of time. I'm your co-host, Jay Fortier, along with my good friend, Chris Martineau. Hello. Hey. <laughs> and also my good friend, Melanie Howerton. Hey. Hi. Hey, and we are joined today, as uh, Steve said, we are joined today by Ben Glebe. Uh, welcome, my man.
2: Thank you so much for having me. Um, I appreciate it because in this time of of, of life, it's extra nice.
3: <laughs> Fantastic. But is it a Goonie kind of life? Is
2: the real question. Are you embracing
3: your inner? It is. Are you embracing your inner gooney there, Ben?
2: I I am. I watched it last night. I have a screening room in my house, and I wanted to watch it on a big screen. I actually watched the first 30 on a a small screen. I'm like, I want to try to recreate the experience Mm -hmm. of when I was a kid watching Goonies, and it got significantly better as soon as I went into the theater, and I've got thoughts. I don't want to jump the gun, but... I am goonied up right
3: now, I'll tell you that much.
2: <laughs> we're at a goon level 10. So uh,
3: so I guess the question, like, we usually start this show and we kind of go around the horn and try to get our history with this, with this film, right? So um, I'm going to, since you kind of brought it up, Ben, uh, we want to talk about when was the last time, like, you already kind of mentioned it, but from what you're telling me, it seems like you watched it recently for us, but it was also in high rotation when you were a, uh, but a wee lad. So can you tell me what is your history with this movie when you were younger? Did you see in the theater first? Did you have it on a VHS? Like, what's your deal with this movie?
2: Posters. I, I love the movie very much. It's just, it just feels seminal for my life. I'm, I have never been much of a watch it on loop kind of guy, okay. except for very rare movies do I really watch more than like, once. But, like? Oh, like. You can't leave me. Swingers. Oh, boy. Fletch. Pulp Fiction. Nice. Uh, being John Malkovich, you are. when Harry met Sally, meet Joe Black. Those are my top five, right you're there. A, Some of you're, the... you're
3: so, What is it? You're so daddy. You don't even know that you are. What's this? What's the line from Swing? You're so money. You're so money you money. don't even. You're know. so
2: money. You don't even know
3: how money you are. All right, so,
0: right. so
3: it was uh, it was uh, foundational to you as a child. Um, all much. right, so we'll get into why that is. So, but you didn't watch it on, on a lot, and then you watched it for us. Basically, is where we're getting at, right?
2: No, yeah. I mean, it, it's one of my favorite movies from my childhood, and it's one that just I connected to in a big way. And also, interestingly, later in life, my first entertainment lawyer, no joke, mm-hmm. was Jeff Cohen, oh, Chunk from Guru. Yeah, I was going to say, that's what's oh his God. thing yeah. after. Yeah, that is neat.
3: That's awesome. So, I've seen Pete. At, so I know Jeff pretty I've well. I've seen the recent pictures. He's a handsome, he's a handsome man, not going to lie. Kind of. Kind of built into his own. He did. He's a handsome dude. He did
2: indeed. He's he's not chunk anymore. Yeah. Let's just say it like That's that. That's all right. That's fine.
3: All right. So, uh, so he's a smelt man. He's, he's smelty chunk. Um, or chunky smelt.
2: Smelty chunk is superpower. I'm smelty chunk. I don't do. I don't do the truffle
3: shuffle unless we're talking about fine cuisine.
2: Uh, all right. So that's right. So uh, Jake, I'd like truffle mushrooms, please, and I will dance around them in my garden. I've done that. So uh, uh, J- I, maybe. I recommend it if you have. No it. doubt. I recommend everyone if you can, try. and while you're being at the moon, if possible. So uh, absolutely skip around like it's Thursday. <laughs> like
0: it's Thursday.
3: We're gonna party, you know I mean? yeah, We're gonna party like it's 1899. All right, so um, Jay, let's go around. Turn it <laughs> That's up! That's right. Um, Jay, where are you at with this movie? What, what's your up. deal uh, in your history?
1: I saw it on um, cable for the first time uh, back in the day, and um, I've, loved, I've loved it uh, for many years. And you know, maybe there's little like spaces where you don't see it for a long time, and uh, no, but like it always felt great. Um, I do want to add, uh, for the first time, uh, the score really, uh, stuck out to me last night. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yep.
1: So I really dug that. So uh, yeah. that was cool. Cool. man. uh, there were, there
2: were, there were a couple of, of, of weird, uh, over the top sound effects they put in though, that I did not remember. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. Like it's a, a dramatic point. The bad guys are following them and they like got punched in the face and there was a <laughs> sound <laughs> effect. I was like, what? Yeah. that took me out of it a little yeah yeah, yeah. a
3: little, little corny that's all right um melanie
2: give me your but overall I, I felt like it held up big time sorry to no up, no I, wanna, I can't wait to hear what melanie has to say but yeah. i thought it held up yeah i mean in some ways not in every mm-hmm. way but ooh, i'm sure we'll get to mm-hmm. that sorry no it's all right Listen, oh, yeah. i'm gonna be honest with you right now i'm gonna i'm, I'm breaking news yeah. i'm a little stoked. that's cool <laughs> <laughs> that's all right it's all good that's all good.
0: So good.
3: I've had a hard week. That's fine. I've had this a very right, hard week. That's right. We will. All right, we, will we will. keep you on on track, and we'll do this a lot. Thank we'll you. Do this a lot. Thank uh, you. So, oh, cool. <laughs>
2: that was very. Funny. I know. See, very uh, Melanie,
3: talk to me. What's your uh, what's your history with this movie?
4: Okay, so I just. I mean, I always watched it when I was younger. I don't remember the first time or anything. Um, and just recently I watched it for this, but kind of in pieces here and there. I'd start it in one room. Start doing stuff. Come back around. Mm-hmm. Watch a few more pieces. Go to another room. Start watching it over there. So um, I didn't watch it the entire thing all the way through for this because I just know it so well.
3: Cool. Uh, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, I, I I was trying to get it done. It's been kind of crunch time for me. I haven't been feeling well as well, so I'm a little backed up with my job. I'm a I'm a teacher. So uh, you know all that stuff. Trying to guide the youth of America. But the bottom line here is that <laughs> I saw I saw this movie uh, in a the theater. Back in the day, um, couldn't wait to go see it. It seemed like it was right up my alley uh, for a lot of reasons that I'll get to later. Uh, then again, bringing her up again, but my uh, my dear and uh, past grandmother, who was a video pirate, um, dubbed the copy of this movie that I watched over and over and over again. Uh, and I would like to say that I was in the same realm as uh, and hopefully he's listening, but my friend Brian, who I hung out with middle school, early high school, and so on and so forth, um, claimed to have seen this movie a hundred over a hundred times. Um God. Yeah, I, I don't again, I'm not doubting it, Brian, if you're listening. He
2: really believes in that treasure. That's, he believes in that treasure. He
3: believes in his one-eyed Willie. So the bottom line yeah. is that <laughs>
2: he's trying to he's trying to pick up new clues with every yeah, watcher. It's like it
3: turns into a conspiracy theory. So wait a minute, if there was uh. an octopus so, um, but I was in that ilk and we used to watch it a bunch and like he would quote it all the time. And uh, I hadn't seen it in quite some time. I-, I will say that when I first started teaching in 2000, there was a, there was like a resurgence of, of misfit kids. And I, I mean that with absolute respect. I'm, a, I'm We're all misfits in one way or another. Uh, but the kids that kind of were out of the stream, shall we say, um, it was really speaking to them. And then suddenly it came back in the 2000s and then it became... That was cool because it was in the 80s and you see it on TV. So, um, yeah, it's but I myself, I've seen it so many times. I just, I will say uh, there's only been two movies I have not finished uh, for this podcast. One of them was Killer Clowns because Pluto TV kept glitching out. And this one, just because I didn't have the time, but I didn't need to uh, because I've seen it a thousand times. So, uh, that's where we are. But we want to see why this movie means so much to us. Then we want to talk about whether or not it holds up. Uh, and go through some of the the, uh, the plot points here, and maybe some of the character arcs, as it were. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's see what uh, IMDb says about this movie. Uh, so this is the one sentence breakdown where IMDb tries to figure out in one sentence exactly what this, how you can describe this movie. Uh, Goonies, 1985, uh, rated PG, hour and 54 minutes. That's long uh, for a kids movie, uh, but anyway. Mm-hmm. So the um, doesn't feel like two hours. Tell you that much. But uh, here we go. A group of young mif- misfits called the Goonies discover an ancient map and set out on an adventure to find a legendary pirate's long-lost treasure. Director Dick Donner. I forgot Richard Donner directed this movie. Uh, the Double D, that's baby. That's right. Um, Superman and Lethal Weapon and Lethal Weapon 9. Um, Dickie that's D. That's right. Um, so we have uh, writers of Chris Columbus and story by Steven Spielberg. Starring, he did Superman movies, yeah, he too. absolutely did. He got he got did one and got fired off the other. So, um, we have uh, that's how Donner do the, it.
2: That's how Donner do it. He go all Donner I, party I, on I your ass. I believe we
3: call that Donner did it or did it, Donner. Donner so, did it <laughs> right next to Prancer. <laughs> so, we have um, Sean Aspen, uh, Samwise himself, Josh Roland, Thanos himself, uh, the uh, representative Josh, Jeff Cohen. Uh, attorney Jeff Cohen, uh, Corey Feldman, Kerry Green, Martha Clinton, uh Key Hui Quan, uh, John Matusik. Sorry, I had that wrong. John Matusik is sloth, Robert Davy, can't f- forget Joey Pants, Joey Panolano, and the Indian Late and Great Anne Ramsey. So that is the rundown for Goonies. Um, and so let's start let's start talking about this. Uh, so question if you came across a mob family, um, would you really mess with them that much? I mean, really, that's the question. <laughs>
2: Um, It's a good question. These kids are very uh, unflappable in the face of convicted felon mobsters. They're (laughs) like, we have no training. Mm -hmm. We got the one kid with the belt that occasionally sends a plastic dart at you. Mm -hmm. Other than that, we're defenseless, Mm -hmm. but they go in for it. They got multiple guns. They never use the guns. (laughs) Improbably long guns, too. Mm -hmm. They were like five seven inch barrels on these nope, things yeah nope, no, no. great for cave shooting it's also great yeah. to keep to keep your uh,
3: your um um genetically deficient um son chained and in place in your basement um so so before before we get into to all of that that's one way to put i know it. i mean that's basically you got to keep these these weird mutants in line
2: genetically different yeah i would say genetically absolutely different. Might be might be a better way, might be a better way to phrase it. But he did have an odd face. I mean I will it look kinda of like a lemon head who got dipped in like caramel or something. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and, what is that? and apparently through the movie you see that the reason why he's like that is because she dropped him once or maybe a little bit more yeah. when <laughs> he was Frank. a baby. But the thing in is molten like, what lava, like,
0: what is she dropping him in?
4: I, that's oh why I, I just said that to my daughter. I was like I don't care how many times you drop a baby; they're not going to look like that. And he might have dropped it directly <laughs> into
3: like some weird Coney meat grinder because nobody's yeah. skull should come
2: out like that. I mean, and he can wiggle his ears
4: pretty good too. A little bit.
2: Yeah, he looks like a like a poorly constructed flauta or something. <laughs> wow.
3: <laughs> um, also, you know, you, you gotta say if if I were ever considering moving to Oregon. Uh, it's
2: like Stewie Griffin that face. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: wow. <Yeah>. Yes, Louis. <laughs> in reverse, though. Louis, like, I can't believe up.
2: I'm
3: down here in the basement. Yes, Louis. Um, so, uh,
4: which is oh, sorry. That's kind of mean too. Why would he be in the basement? Because he seemed kind of like he knew what was going on, and he was yeah. just like he just didn't look right. So why do you have to keep him chained in the basement? Well, because at the end people. of the movie, he's saving everybody. So obviously, he's okay and he understands what's going on. Mm-hmm. So he's the nicest somebody. guy. He he's up. so nice. Yeah. yeah. Why is he chained up? I
2: don't get that. He's such a good dude. Let's keep the murderers upstairs and keep the very nice guy that looks slightly strange. I mean, a lot yeah. strange, but still. No. Why not? No. Who cares? And that's what was so beautiful. That's And Chunk saw that. Chunk saw the mm-hmm. beauty in sloth, and that's why I chose him as my lawyer. That's a trustworthy kid <laughs> that's why. that cares see, about the right thing it's,
3: right, it's like he's, right he's Dirty
4: secret from the 1930s or something. That
3: that guy, that guy Cohen, he can look right through people, no matter how weird they are with their puppetry on on podcasts, and they can see right through it. Um, but guys, I mean, honestly, and, and this is, and I don't want to tip my hander a little bit, but I mean, the movies, forgetting about it standing up, but I, you gotta say it's a little suspect nowadays to say, "Hey, mom, I found this special needs person chained in the basement. Can we keep him? Uh, how is that's kind We're of a, not
1: okay.
4: I literally We're have a, that written uh, down. I oh go right. ahead, ahead Jay. Okay. No, I was gonna
1: say that he just says, "You're gonna live with me now," yeah. and it's
2: like I, I don't, I don't remember written. a moment where well, they said that was yeah. very sweet when he said oh, that. yeah, no, and it was adorable. Sort of Sloth needed a home. I don't think Sloth's picky at this point. Right. He was living right, with right. virtual murderers in a basement.
4: It's not that Chained Sloth up. is picky. It's the fact that freaking Chunk is like, how old is he, 14? And he's like, or 12? He's like, no. you're going to live with me now, and I'm going to take care of you. Okay, have you talked yeah. to your parents yet? No, Fuck.
0: true. No, so that
2: was the and also, he's like kind of kidnapping him. He's kind of like, you're coming yep. with me. It's yeah. like, let him. He's been free for one second. Can he make his own choices? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have a more
3: comfortable basement with which to chain you down into.
0: Um, <laughs> it's got, a did,
1: did you guys hear the line about um she's like don't make me have to go back to the zoo to get more change. Yes, yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: wow, what a
4: line. Yeah, that's so she's bad. They'll really write them like that you know anymore. They are.
2: My god. That is a really funny line though. Yeah. That's Great mom. She's
4: a really good mom. She
2: is. Hey. Oh, and yeah. she, of course, was the classic old lady from Throw Mama from sure. the Train* mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Yep, right. She is one of the most intense older ladies. Mm-hmm. She had a great run, but she's frightening. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. she, she's one of the great villains in all of film history. I, I think feel she like. got. Okay,
4: well, sorry. Let me say this. Okay, do you know how old she was during this movie? I looked at. I had to look it up.
2: Hundred sixty. <laughs>
4: okay. Yeah. All right. Doesn't she look like she's 160? Yep. But not at least. She looks like she's at least 70. Am I wrong?
2: Yeah. No.
3: Mm-hmm. No. No. You're not. Okay.
4: Wrong. She's freaking 56. Nice. I'm wow. almost. Well, I'm almost. 50? I'm almost 50. She's 56. Yep.
3: Can wow. I? Can, yeah. can I do a quick aside? I, for some reason, maybe sadism. But uh, TBS is putting <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation on right now, like on loop and so i, I yeah. love the ending just when he loses his mind but the guy from Pritzi's honor that's in that that blessing that guy Ooh. he's 62 yeah. in that movie what like he looks like Holy he's God. 912. he looks desiccated he looks like a
1: mummy i think a lot of them i think a lot of them that we're talking about probably smoked right out the womb i, I think you're right jay
4: <laughs> because she actually died of throat cancer yes
1: no she had a stroke as well
4: oh well that's yeah okay. in a, in, so she had throat cancer too yeah, yeah so from smoking they all did you're right all back people back in those days and the hollywood actors and actresses they smoked it so time.
3: he wasn't even the, like mm-hmm. she was near the brimley line you guys know about the brimley line right mm-hmm. wilford brimley uh was i mean when he did a cocoon he was like 48 you know when he did the thing he was like <laughs> middle 40s but he looks ancient and so when wow, people really? like cross the brimley line they go that's when officially as a celebrity celebrity you're old because, like, you've passed the Brimley line, even though he looks really aged. So uh, look that up, uh, the Brimley line. That's the age of Wilford Brimley during Cocoon. I believe he was 52. That's uh, so a um, lot like
2: the, the, yeah. so like the, the, the Bayo conundrum. Yes, yes. Um, I, yeah, I feel what? like you, you do get it, but this is a moment that was never my, my, my brainiest in my life, but when I realized, I thought, I thought that, that, that that Happy Days was filmed in the 50s. I thought it took place then. I bought in 100%. I only ever saw it in reruns, so I knew it was from the past. I couldn't yep. think about They yeah. were doing it in the past of a different time in the past. Mm. I just thought it was shot in the 50s. Mm. And, That's
0: fine.
4: And,
2: uh, and then it was, I had this realization in, in like 98 or something, and somebody said to me, really? Or 95? Someone said to me, really, Ben? Um, you know Charles in Charge that you love now that Scott Bayo is also on? How old is he in this? And I'm like, I don't know, 25? And they were like, how old is he in Happy Days that you think was shot in the 50s? I go, 18? Nice. <laughs> and I thought somehow seven years of history had passed and 40 years had passed at the same time in Scott Bayo's life, only seven. So that's the Bayo conundrum. And I realized that I was an idiot.
3: But here's the thing, though. Like, what we don't understand, him, I and I'm and I'm, I'm pretty sure this is true that Scott Bayo is indeed a energy vampire. Not a lot of people know that. Um, he kind of sucks the soul out of most people that are near. I've him. I've heard that. Um, which, really? No. Uh, so, so no, let, no. let's talk about uh, let's talk about the state of Oregon. Um, it's wet. Uh, I don't think I ever want to go to Oregon uh, for any anybody. Uh, ben, you're closest. Uh, been to Oregon?
2: I have. I actually like Portland a lot. Okay, it's a is this town a th- lot of bridges, gorgeous oyster shooters all over the place, lovely right. vibe? Enjoyed it quite a bit. Saw Obama speak in Portland before I met him. The next day or two days later, I saw him speak to a hundred and fifty. I think it was like three hundred thousand people. That huge one in Battery Park, whatever the park is called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got to meet him and ask a question to him the next day, and it was the weirdest, wildest moment of my life. That's cool. Intense. Yeah, it was well, close I, the ben, height of Obama mania.
3: Ben, let me tell you. Um, so uh I, I just think that that this 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 movie does not do much to selling real estate um in Oregon because it looks like it's damp and gross and cold uh all the time. But they these kids don't want to leave. And I think we all get it because it looks and like all a very real coint-
2: estate developers want it really bad.
3: Mm, they do. Well, I think they basically want to turn all the west side of Oregon into a golf course or something to that effect, if I'm not mistaken.
4: Golf course. But it, I'm telling you from me, my point of yep. view Actually, I have my realtor license. I've just never used it. Um, I literally love the view mm-hmm. from their house. Sure. Yeah. And it's-, it's just incredible the way everything looks. I'm like, I want to go there just because watching this, I think it looks so good. It is
2: gorgeous, no doubt. Yeah. So, so I guess then- Your Christmas
4: the- tree's already up, Melanie? <laughs> yeah, and the reason why is because I do Thanksgiving here wow. and like I- do so much stuff for Christmas that I, like I don't want to take it down right away. It's just so much work, and I love the lights. It looks so, beautiful. Like at night, I'll I'll just walk around and just have all the white lights on, and and just walk around with just Christmas tree lights, and I'm I'm a little bit crazy about that. I love stuff. that.
2: That's actually a very beautiful answer. Um, <laughs> that that is.
3: Uh, we're hoping to. I'm gonna have a. I have a, some lights. I'm gonna put it down here as well, but it's too um, late,
2: Chris. It's too I late. I know. I know. I screwed it all up. So I so like you're doing it. Just for points, uh, it's true. Uh, so look,
4: I have a thousand Christmas trees in my house. Sorry, but I have that one. I've got five in the kitchen that are between five to six feet tall. Are you missing? i huge one. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a huge one in the um in the living room, and then the kids have one in each of their bedrooms, and then I have one in that room over there, and then I have wreaths all over the place, and like and her, it's, yeah. a, I don't know. it's actually a Christmas it looks like tree. How for the Winter Wonderland yeah, like, in here? It's the electric yeah,
3: bill is around. People show up
1: and start asking yeah. to buy them.
3: Yeah. The electric oh, bill's $3,000 a month. But besides that, and we can land planes near her house. But besides that, it's just Are you banned. sure
2: they didn't just give you a room in a tree lot?
4: <laughs> I'm like Chris Griswold. I'm sorry. Yeah,
3: nice. <laughs> um, so, that's look, I don't know about you, but...
4: What is his name? It's not Chris. Is he how I'm so bad? Clark. What's Chris Griswold? Clark. Clark. See, you know what I'm saying? Clark. I said Chris. Yeah, you did. <laughs> that's okay. All
3: right. Um. So, look... I don't know about you, but the 80s, I know, was a tough time. I know it was a lot of latchkey kids. I know that parents weren't looking after their kids, but at what point is it acceptable to try to murder your friend? Uh, I, I'm talking about Brand uh, in the car uh, when they grab Brand's oh, hand God. and then they go full speed and let him go fly off the side of a mountain. I'm pretty sure that's attempted <laughs> murder in most places. Oh, I know the 80s were tough. However, even if you did have a gripe with, your girlfriend's friend or whatever the frig it is um i don't know that we can murder them uh anyone that's else have a problem cool. with that know. or
2: that was hilarious that was very i was like oh they just launched him off of a mountain that's nice yep. like
4: freaking cliff yep. yeah into <laughs> the ocean off the mountain <laughs> me and jay were get, were like literally tried was to kill him.
2: next yeah. scene hey buddy they tried to just kill me throw me that bucket up there will you mm, yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that would be the last person I also that. love that she gave up her jacket In this freezing cold cave Just mm-hmm. to make a point She sent the jacket up on the bucket yep. I mean I do like it So this is a good time to share Part of why the movie was seminal for me Was that young lady I don't even know her name for some reason But Carrie mm-hmm. Green Yes Carrie Green you said
3: Yes yeah. Carrie
2: Green was, I was like in love with her as a kid I was like mm-hmm. the age yeah. pretty much exactly Of Corey Hames' character when he, I was like, I like had such a crush on her. When Corey Haim got to kiss her accidentally in the cave, it was like my oh, yeah. dream, I wanted to be, I mean, Sean Astin, sorry. Yeah, no, that's all right. I mean, Sean Astin, sorry. Um, I'm so sorry to both of them. that's uh, no, okay.
4: <laughs> no, you're like me with names. I get names screwed up on this show every second. So it's okay. I know what
2: you mean, Sarah. <laughs>
4: I called her Sarah earlier.
0: You bastard. You took my joke. All right,
4: go ahead.
0: Who's Sarah? <laughs> um, so we're jealous so, of...
2: So that moment was just like seminal and like made me realize, oh, I like girls. I know that much for sure. Like that's one of the... That Elizabeth Shue and Karate Kid, I was like, and Lois Lane and Superman. I was like, I love girls. And okay. that's amazing to have those like young kid crushes and... and uh, still looking back at the movie I'm like what an innocent time that was like mm-hmm. remember your first moments of like
1: yeah.
2: romance bouncing through your brain how cool is that how weird but,
1: but uh, yeah she played in a couple movies she didn't d- do big after that but she played in um, yeah. Summer Rental and she played in a movie called Lucas with uh, yeah. oh yeah uh, that, was with Haynes. Haynes. Oh, oh, Haynes.
2: that was Corey Corey Haim that yeah that um, was she was great in yeah. that too you're right I forgot about that movie but we
4: was that Corey Haim <laughs> or Sean Austin
2: Sean
1: and Lucas? Lucas was, uh, was I
4: think
2: it was Sean Austin, was... wasn't it? No,
3: no Sean it Austin
0: him. is Rudy. Uh, oh, exactly. no, at at Sean Austin was Mikey.
2: My high school football mm-hmm. career, by the way, paralleled Rudy's pretty closely. None that's
0: oh. right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Nice.
4: Quick <laughs>
1: question, guys. Now that we're talking about the actors per se, I, I would I wanna I wanna say have you ever in your life heard a bigger vocal change than Josh? Roller, oh sure meaning like like he was 17 years old and i've heard some audio of me when i was 17 mm-hmm. pretty much similar to how i speak now yeah. obviously little differences here and there mm-hmm. but very yeah. similar him like he's like mike you know i'm gonna kill you mm-hmm. you know like all oh, he's talking like that now he's like yeah. this, like it's like you know i'm gonna take i'm gonna put all these uh, you
2: know rings on my finger Even a- and it's like holy crap yeah. who's gonna, gonna have this come who's from? gonna have to talk with jay about puberty <laughs> um yeah i know right I no but he was already he was it. already post-pubescent uh Fair i mean because no.
1: this I is just uh, he was 17 18. Yeah. Um, oh yeah you, like, um, you know what you know i mean like i didn't know what
4: i mean angie couldn't wait to kiss him she couldn't wait to kiss yeah. him but she was nervous about kissing sean austin Aston. because of the age difference uh, is it austin? So she was she was nervous about kissing him, but he was so excited to kiss her. She didn't wow, want to kiss oh him, my God. But, but Sean wanted to kiss her, and then she wanted to kiss Josh. <laughs> I just kind
3: of realized the age difference. Like he's like twelve. Wow. Yeah.
2: Well, that was the whole thing of it. It was like this no, guy I had to just, kiss the older girl that he had a crush on. It was like I, every yeah. young kid's fantasy or whatever. I
3: mean, I knew that, but it never really sunk in until now. That I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter if you're forty and forty-five, but. Twelve and seventeen might be a little bit different,
2: particularly when
3: it was a romantic kiss. But I mean but let's go thank
2: goodness it was at least that way. It was the younger boy and the older girl. It would not have fly if it was the other way. No, no, not really,
3: no. But but let's look (laughs) at it this way though, but but he's adorable because that kid, he's so he has to be that age in this movie. Like, am I wrong? Like he has to be they're all misfits in one way or another. I mean, granted.
2: he could be 14, he could be 14. No, but I
3: mean, my point is is that he's in that middle school age where everybody's awkward for one reason or another, and we're all yeah. trying to find acceptance from one way or another, and we don't have a place, and we don't fit in, and we're trying desperately to figure out what that is, and we can't do it. And the only way we can do it is by forming a little, like, nerdy group called the Goonies that they, they're going to they're gonna stick together no matter how much people give them a hard time. And, and even though Brand is cool allegedly uh, he's not as cool as the pretentious kids that try to murder him uh they're not cool i'm saying but they they think they're cool he's brand is actually a good guy um he, even he's mixed in with all these guys because he has their backs so what's what my point is, is that when the 12 year old kisses the a 17 year old girl he's still that innocence is still there because he's not ready for that yet because you know what he wants to do he wants to be a goonie and he wants to find pirate treasure if you do this with an older group I mean, not that he'd stop looking for pirate. He doesn't even want the pirate treasure. Does he really want the pirate
2: treasure? I mean, I know
3: he does, but doesn't I he really? Like to know-
2: I would like to know why yeah. they just emptied all of their pockets. Did they do a full-body cavity search, the bad guys? <laughs> stuff some gold <laughs> coins in your shoes and leave no. with some gold. No. I mean, luckily they had that one bag of rubies, but like, no. I was so surprised they didn't have three other characters empty extra in- interior pockets and drop some more change. Right. Mm. Yeah.
4: I would have been hiding that shit all over the place, and there's no way in hell I would have emptied out everything. No, I'd be somebody that would be getting mugged and probably killed because I'd be like, I'd be shoving stuff up somewhere. <laughs> and I'd be like, and you're not taking my wedding ring. You're not taking whatever. I mean,
2: women do I'm have gonna... a much better chance at, at smuggling out some <laughs> gold than guys do. Oh, not if you I try mean, hard. Maybe a penny uh, or
3: two max. Ben, ben, not if you try <laughs> hard enough. I'm just saying, not if you try hard enough. <laughs> if, you've got, if you can concentrate... I'd rather be poor forever, <laughs> but... <laughs> um okay so
4: let's just talk about the money for one second Sure. all right i'm sorry but at the very end of the movie and let's just jump ahead just a little bit so the whole thing crumbles and they run out right and they're like i'm sorry i really tried we had all the riches and we let it go to save our lives you literally know where the hell it is now Mm -hmm. like this was a treasure that nobody knew where it was for like how many freaking years and you know where it is it's literally right behind you 10 feet behind you behind a cave mm-hmm. hire some people tell your parents what's going on and bust that crap out of there yep. i would never be like oh i'm sorry it's behind it's behind a stone wall we can't get it yeah i don't think so and i gotta and then when they let it float off at the end it doesn't have a motor there's no mm-hmm. engine on that boat yep. go rent some stupid boats and go catch up to yep. it i don't get it Yeah. i would not let it go i'm sorry so no. i would be like no nope, we're getting yep. that. <laughs> there's
3: no reason to not get that you're right it's a
4: very <laughs> yeah, strong I point that. We never heard that. All right.
2: Like, why so, just let the boat go? Why not be like, hey, let's all split it. Can we stop that boat? Yeah, you guys can go dev- to
4: exactly, dev- exactly. develop what they can, go- they can go rent some little like blow up like motor boats or something and run after that mm-hmm. thing. There's no motor to it. It's just floating off. Yeah, <laughs> like, except
2: we all know. Exactly. All, except we all know one-eyed one-eyed Roberts or whatever the fuck his name is. One-eyed really? Willie. Yeah, one-eyed Willie. Uh, you know. He, uh, he doesn't once he starts sailing again he does come back to life so you now got an active bone skeleton pirate to contend with
3: that's true I mean' it, it's gonna, harder it is if, whenever there is a cursed gold involved and then then we've got the heart of the sea and via it's just a mess so look guys look, we got we got a couple of things we got to get around here first of all I know that Willie has a lot of treasure but he's somehow fashioned to get a boat in a cove hidden in a cave and then a
0: yeah.
3: an intricate set of booby traps um uh from an under booty traps, booty traps uh, that's what an I under, said. that's what i said and, and <laughs> not only that but i mean enough to like power an organ uh, a pipe organ uh to counterweight um <laughs> like what the crap like there's an actual functioning pipe organ like i know back Wait, in the Chris, day everybody
2: knows like skeleton goes are good at fashioning pipe organs what's your point there? Uh, I,
3: I guess yeah i know um <laughs> it, with, that is in tune don't forget i, mean, I don't
2: even get that damn point at all i yeah i know i'm sorry oh. the in tune good point the in tune t- i was like it, it sounds perfect i know blow off the dust first i'm like
3: but so <laughs> What was that? <laughs>
2: A buzzer. Okay, uh,
4: From for where? who? Where? Like, it, was that the right like moment
3: you know, like in the
2: in the, the movie? Oh, I okay. it was oh, right. oh, Jesus God. I not know what was happening. Um, <laughs>
3: I don't know. By the you're... way,
2: <laughs> I just really wanted to thank your studio audience for being here today.
3: <laughs>
2: the dog thinks he's applauding for <laughs> you. Even the dog, like, what the?
4: By the way, what's what your dog's name? Henry Horse. That's Double A? H- Henry is nah. your name
2: Is your name Henry Horse? Oh, he just hit it with his paw. How old are no, you? Why, why did you say it's not Henry? It is your name. Hit it again. Oh, good job. Wow. He is uh, 60. How old are you, 65? How old are you now, buddy? Henry. Don't be so shy. the people out this way. Say hello to my friends, Henry. Henry. Say hello
4: don't to Go ahead this way,
0: you shy just little say.
2: bugger.
4: <laughs> Henry! Darling.
3: It's Father's Day, Henry. Where's my cake? Um, so. Oh
4: my God. The um,
3: so look, <laughs> we've got this really intricate way to hide treasure when most normal pirates just bury that shit. So I don't know why we're doing. We're going to these great lengths um, to we be able to had do it. Only one that.
2: eye. He wanted to make the most of it.
3: Uh, not only that, <laughs> not only one eye, but genetically, like conditionally, one eye. Like he had a, a nose socket. When he looked behind that eye patch right. which is kind of mm-hmm. creepy um yeah but again or maybe
2: we, he had it maybe he had it plastered over at some point
3: um <laughs> not sure
2: they're doing that back in the day um a little plaster come on some like mud some white some like gray colored mud is that up there with like, in like in there? rub
3: some salt in it kid you'll be fine rub some pour plaster some sugar
2: on me all of that <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow.
4: But, like, I don't understand why would you cave yourself if, if they got that boat in there and then caved themselves all in yep. there to hide the treasure and he killed all of his, you know, pirate mate people to so that they wouldn't get the yep. treasure. Okay, so why would you do that? Don't you... Aren't you saving and stashing that treasure so that you can have it later on? Well, I think
0: I
2: actually just figured it out now why they did it. And I, I actually it. think it's 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 nicely written in that way. You don't want to have to sail the rough seas forever. It, they actually made this, like, cool hideaway all in right. the mountain, sure. and they just had big boulders covering the one side, mm-hmm. and they were literally hiding all their treasure there, hidden perfectly in a layer in the mountain with running water and all this stuff. Yeah, And uh, all the, you know, the, all the the you know water running off there and stuff and uh they loved it there and then they died there. okay
4: well that's good but the point is don't you want to get out so you can spend the damn money
2: no. i mean well,
4: why wall yourself in and then die inside of it? that's
2: there? a great counter question yes <laughs> don't you
4: want that money aren't you hiding it so that you can later on get out and then go it's a use point. that money it's a
2: strong point maybe <laughs> like, they underestimated <laughs> how heavy those boulders were they're like oh shit can't, can't oh one uh, really, we got <laughs>
4: Okay, we walled ourselves in, and now we can't we get out.
3: Construct- we, I got a contracting problem here, uh, Willie. It seems as though uh, we have overestimated our need for rocking and concrete, and I think we're sealed in here forever.
2: Um, also, I love how the old lady is like the most agile 70-year-old. She's playing like a 70-year-old lady, mm-hmm. and she gets yeah. thrown in the water. Next shot, she's halfway up the ladder already, got mm-hmm. him back yeah. on the pirate ship. Yeah, No, she's not swimming yeah. around.
4: I wrote that down. I'm like, how'd she get back up on the boat? She just got thrown in the yeah. water. But <laughs> oh, and, <laughs> and then also, yeah, and all these guys are having like all the kids, like her sons, and the kids are having such a hard time struggling up that there's another section where they're like trying to climb up a hill and there's all this water coming down and they can barely get up it. <laughs> but the next shot is is like, and she just gets up at no problem. I mean, she looks like she's 70, but you know they're struggling and they're trying to pull up it. It's just no problem. She's just. She's just there two seconds later. She had no problem. See, I, I
3: want to make a point here. And this is something I get. I get grief. Not not grief. I don't mean to say it like that. But like we all admitted that we love this movie, but we have not stopped picking on it for 40 minutes.
2: Like, that's the <laughs> well, thing. That we're trying to create entertaining content. No, no. I and think I, that doesn't that I just think that doesn't change necessarily my belief in. I the, agree film just to be able to f- make fun of it absolutely it to of fun but no i know but i guess that your point there is then, then do we think it holds up is yeah that yeah all right
3: it's kind of a goof because like i say that about jaws or like halloween or whatever like these movies are obviously classics they're fantastic they have flaws but you can definitely bag on them because it certainly is a lot of fun
2: you just true you just called it high by the way no i did not did I? You did. Play it back. You said high low Like, it's lo- both high and well, low. Well, High-low-ween.
0: Play it back the <laughs> <laughs> ha. ha.
3: Alright,
4: we're gonna play that later and see if it was just you being oh, stoned. Oh, he said it. Or...
2: I, I, I get supersonic <laughs> hearing when I'm stoned. Listen, I'm Superboy. Uh, I'd like to think I eventually became Superman, but uh, that's a real trip in my life. I, uh... Superboy's address in the original comic strip came up for me once as a trivia question when I yeah. was a kid,
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: and the answer was my current address at the time. What, what, what? what Isn't that nice. flipping crazy? That's I. You should just cash in the chips right now. You can't get That's any better than that. That's good stuff. But then stuff. at the same time, life just humbled me immediately. I'm like, I'm Superman, and literally I just cut a tiny paper cut on my finger the other day. Just rubbed it on a zipper, and I was like, ow! <laughs> It hurts so much, and Superman would not feel that way. That is true. How?
3: That that, are you gonna be? It'll be all right.
2: I'm going to a spa tonight with some friends. I oh fuck! (laughs) The day is ruined. (laughs) I have a paper cut. Going to a 24-hour Korean spa tonight, so you know, the night is young. After Korean barbecue. Holy. After a Patreon hang, I have my patrons soon. It's a wall to all day full of fun and satisfaction. Life, it's got its ups and downs, but when it's up, you better ride it, mofo, because when it's down, you don't feel like doing shit. <laughs> ride the wave. Life, it's its own antidepressant. <laughs> I, oh I love your guys' new sponsor.
3: <laughs> oh oh <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it's Life Serial. Not a lot of people are aware of that, mm-hmm. that Life and Life Serial yep. both give you the same ups and downs whether in the regular day or in the bathroom so um correct.
1: Uh, you want to hit tmi
3: yes one of every
2: four
1: bags uh, is empty two, two.
4: Okay. yeah 39 All minutes right. let's
1: hit right. TMI. we're <laughs> gonna do the uh tmi uh intro here here we go this is uh where melanie tells some trivia
0: it's time for TMI with Melanie. Listen, listen to this.
1: I am in the bathroom, right, before the movie starts? Uh huh. And I'm in the stall, and there's no
2: toilet paper.
0: Yulah. And mine are at home TMI, in a display case TMI, above my bed. Yuah.
2: TMI. TMI, my friends. TMI? Too much information. TMI, to say too much information. To say- Don't go there, but that's lame.
0: Now, here's Melanie with your timeless movie info.
1: All right, Melanie. Let us
2: have it.
4: All right, I'll try to be a fast talker here. So the budget for this movie was 19 million, it grossed 125. I thought this was kind of cute. Sean Astin um, was allowed to keep one thing from the movie and he wanted the treasure map that was used in the film throughout the Good whole choice. thing. And so, which I thought was this. okay, so listen to this. I just found this out that Patty Duke was his mom and I never oh, knew whoa. that.
3: That's right, yeah, yeah. Um,
4: yeah, I never, literally, it's so weird I never knew that. And um, so He's this is something that my husband, <laughs> yep. Yeah. And this is something my husband would do immediately. She was looking through his room and, and was trying to clean it up and saw this crinkled piece of paper that looked dirty. So she threw it away. It was the freaking Nice,
0: <laughs> Nice. Oh. She's
4: like, oh, this is trash. Wow. To throw this, this is bullshit. Wow. Yeah. That was his souvenir. Anyway, um, Anne Ramsey, the one that we said looks like she's 70. Um, she was told to slap Robert Davies as, as as hard as she could, so she did. She hit him hard a couple um, times in mm-hmm. that
3: movie. Italian. tell yeah. it's all
4: right. And then I have a couple things about the pirate ship. So the pirate ship was entirely real. All shots were filmed in the ship. After the film, it was offered to anybody that would take it, but nobody wanted it. Are you crazy? Nobody wanted the ship. It was a real ship, and they built it just for this. And so they just scrapped it. Wow. Um. And then um, it said that when I really still didn't get
2: the gold out of it. I know. Nonsense.
4: No, no, no. I would have to have gotten that. But um, when I really shipped, the Inferno was 105 feet long and took two and a half months to construct. It was modeled after Errol Flynn's ship and the Seahawk of 1940. The sails required more than 7,000 square feet of material. The largest measured 30 by 60 feet. Some of the ship's rigging was recycled for Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland, which was being renovated. And um, it says that the cast was not allowed to see the pirate ship before the scene. So the director, Richard Donner, wanted to catch their genuine reactions. Um, and when Josh Brolin saw it, he was so surprised, he said, holy shit. And then the scene had to be reshot, which I don't understand, because they say holy shit and shit a thousand mm-hmm. times in this movie.
1: Um, um, no, I, I, I read that he said fuck.
4: Oh, okay, because it says holy shit in here. So maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, no, I, but and I then, think that,
1: That's why people would have an issue.
4: Right, exactly. PG
2: thirteen.
4: PG thirteen. Saw the pirate ship and um, just said all of Carlin's
2: ooh. dirty words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit is. And did. What a reaction to seeing no, a pirate ship. Wow. Well, I just, I just, I'm trying to do improv.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, I can't believe nobody wanted it. That's insane. Why not? Um, June seventh was officially declared Goonies Day, and Astoria and uh, production designer Michael Riva, or Riva, I don't know how to say his name, before shooting the scenes, he noticed that the map did not look old enough, so he took it to his hotel room, and he aged it with coffee, and when he couldn't find any paint, he used his own blood.
1: <laughs> Whoa.
4: Nice. nice. Yeah. So, like see. a kiss, kiss comic
1: book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: The bats were made of crumpled black pieces of paper that was shot out of a cannon. One-eyed Willie's skull was made from real bone. Richard Donner kept the one-eyed Willie's head, and a model of the ship on the DVD documentary chunk claims that the confession of puking in the theater was not based on anything real, but everyone's saying that's not true. It was a real life prank that was pulled by Steven Spielberg when he was growing up in Arizona.
3: That sounds about right. (laughs)
4: Um, Cindy Lauper co-wrote the theme theme song Goonies uh, are good enough, but the music video and was, you know, featured Cindy Lauper and all the people, the bangles and everybody from the movie. Um, but when they were watching it on the um and the movie the 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 thing had not been filmed yet so they were just watching something I don't cool. know if you guys even were-
2: know this oh. either about uh, Cindy Cindy It's a fun fact when she was born she had enormous ears like almost like folded over elephant style and she got her name cuz everybody was like Lauper ears off
4: No oh. way <laughs>
2: Wow wow <laughs> Oh my god 100% wow. true you can google it 100% reach-
4: I, feel like I have an L here. the Weird
2: Al that. movie that just, just came I out. i got to finish watching that. <clears throat> I love weird Al.
4: Oh, my God, I love Weird The first something. concert
2: I ever went to is Weird Al opening for the monkeys. Oh,
4: my God. That's wow. cool. I would love
2: that. It was cool. Wow.
3: Uh, the Weird Al movie is weird. That's all I have to say. And Daniel Grecke yeah, is the It's best. great. It's pretty great. That's all I have to say as well. We
4: listen to, uh, me, me well, thank- listen to Weird Al all the time. Um, let's good see. stuff. Uh,
2: Mandatory oh. Fun is a great album. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. One of the highlights um, of my life was, was, was when Weird Al started following me on Twitter. I was like,
4: what? Did he really? What? That's crazy. He said he's going to do my
2: podcast soon. Last Week on Earth. Please subscribe and listen. New season starting soon. Oh, and my, uh, oh my, God, that's and cool. my special, The Mad King, on YouTube. You were probably going to ask me that at the end, but I just thought it awesome. was like some stone. Uh, sure. <laughs> my favorite thing, I've, best thing I've ever done in my yes. life is my special, The Mad King, on YouTube. Please watch it. And then share it if you like it so you get that it gets more views because algorithms are monsters. This show is also brought to you by algorithms. That's algorithms, true. you can go fuck yourselves.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean?
4: That's really cool. Melanie okay. Is
3: there more T M I?
4: Um a heck of a lot, so I'm trying to say it fast. So okay. Um there was you know in the end of we the scene where they were to... talking about fighting an octopus, um, that was cut from the um from the actual film, but that was really they did do that. Sloth was wearing a t-shirt, Oakland Raiders. That was a team he once played on. Um, Mouse Dad was played by Nick McLean, the cinematographer. Stuntman Ted Grossman was a dead guy in the freezer and Richard Donner uh, portrayed the town sheriff. Um, The reason that the kids were called Goonies was because they randomly hung out at the local neighborhood in the poor part of Astoria called the Goondocks. Uh, More than 900,000 gallons of water was used in the movie. Um, Let's see. Um, a little less after, a little hey less, less after
2: lunch, because you know people do do get thirsty. Yeah, that's
4: true. Floss lines, hey you guys, was from the electric company, which I knew I recognized. Yes. Hey you guys. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, there was also a deleted scene where this is so stupid. And a convenience store, they run into Troy, who bullies, bullies them by taking away their map and letting it on fire, and that's why it looked like it was burnt, but we never saw why there was also another mm-hmm. deleted scene where two, like I guess they did something where they caused zoo animals to escape and two gorillas steal Troy's car <laughs> and drive what? off in his car, which sounds so stupid.
3: Banana um, splits yeah. brought to you by the Goonies.
4: Okay. I right? know I'm trying to like, I try, I was trying to go through it, but then Jay thought we were going to have to cut some stuff off. So I kind of skipped around, yeah. but I That's probably right. could have went through it. I would have been done already because there wasn't that much more. Banana Um, splits, the best dessert,
2: but they sometimes force you to have just the three basic scoops and it's no one's favorite, all three of those. So half of it is not that great. Banana splits, give us another try. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
4: So Luke Luke Garrick's baseball card that Mikey finds would have been worth $275,000 in mint condition. Um, There was references to gremlins in there. Um, I don't don't know what else. There's some other stuff, but um, one thing I want to say is how does Chunk smell ice cream? And also, why is there grape ice cream? Uh, I've never heard of Fair grape enough. ice cream, and you cannot smell ice cream. Especially <laughs> ice cream mm-hmm. that's behind a locked freezer door and a container. But anyway, that's just me.
3: He's special. He's with special. a dead guy. And
4: then, uh, Why do the parents yeah, the dead guy what happened That's why they have the yeah. grape like, absorber. it. parents think happened to them. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Thank you, Marily. That's awesome. Okay. Um, but my question is, but, why
4: do the parents never ask where they are or where they were? <laughs>
2: doesn't matter. It's because the, the well, 80s, it's also, yeah. How much time do you think passes during this course of of once they get in the cave? I think it's overnight. It's like over know, one yep. night. Okay, fair enough. I guess they would have mobilized mm-hmm. the whole sheriff in town that quickly if all the kids went missing. Sure. Fair enough. Yeah, they're all, all they're three all cops. Gone. They're all gone. <laughs> yeah, all three cops. Also, half the, half the town's population also, I is love gone. The old 80s movie trope of just when you're trying to catch up to something, you can just take someone off of their bicycle and take their bicycle. And in this movie, Josh Mm -hmm. Brolin does it to this cute little Asian girl, I think, on a little bicycle, and he just steals her bike. Mm -hmm. I assume it's Data's sister, because
1: like, Data came from next door.
2: Oh, okay.
4: And it's funny, I just realized just now, right before I was doing this, that that's how they knew each other, that was their next door neighbor. Oh. I just picked that up, yeah. (laughs)
3: Um, never noticed yeah. they all just kind of hang out in the house Yeah, like Jay's old house we all just just hang out there whether or not the parents were there doesn't matter we just walk in let's go <clears> to <throat> Final Judgment um, yeah let's hit Final Judgment
0: it's time now for Final Judgment are you ready to rubber stamp this bitch here's the Final Judgment
1: alright right now Um, Up until this point, it was all about opinion, but now it's about fact. And we're going to say, how does this movie stand up to the test of time? Let's start
2: with Ben. It really does. It, uh, you know, sure, over the course of time, there's going to be a few cheesy moments, and there was only a few. And it didn't feel as big to me, as big of a story, as grand and imaginative as it did When I was a kid, but that's because I'm an adult now, and I see the world more jaded, and also because I already knew the movie. So you can always get lost less in the unfolding steps of a plot when you've seen it before, because you're not surprised by the same beautiful moments. So trying as best as I could to put all that aside, I loved it. Um, I just remember feeling more immersed in like a deeper underground world. But you know, I've swum in the. I've swum and swam and swimmed in the cenotes in Tulum. I've had my own Goonies experiences. I've been on pirate ships. So, you know, Jimmy Buffett and I didn't fight in the back of a pontoon boat for piloting rights for nothing, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, But I think it really holds up. It just felt like an escape from the real world still, and that was what was so amazing about Goonies. It just felt like an escape mm-hmm. from your life into this like adventure land like if kids could become indiana jones for a day and it recreated yep. it for me beautifully and i loved it and i loved getting to see it again thank cool. you thank you yeah. you're
3: very good <laughs> hey can I, can I i don't i don't usually we kind of go but i i want to hop on what ben said yeah. and then kind of give my take on it as well ben the reason that this i think this movie is magical to everybody is the same reason that National Treasure and Book of Secrets is like that movie is just Goonies for adults because everybody likes an adventure with clues and fucking hidden tunnels and hidden rooms that are full of cobwebs that no one's seen for a while that your own smarts uncover, but then you get to have a physical adventure in. I think that just speaks to everybody because this movie in it, like on its face, there's not much going on except there's a fantastic, really unnatural adventure. Um, that you can really agree in. And that's the same thing with National Treasure, which is ludicrous, and Book of Secrets, which is also equally ludicrous. But it just speaks to the fact that we like those kind of things. And because of that, um, of course, it stands up because we're still using that. It's not a trope. It's an idea that sells millions of dollars worth of movie tickets. The only thing I would say, and again, it, that it's not that it doesn't it hold up. It's kind of what I was listening to Julio Iglesias' um, Stand-up the other day, you know, he's he talking about, like, woke culture and all that, and I'm not going to go down that rabbit <laughs> Gabriel?
1: hole. The fact, Gabriel? Gabriel like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you said who? What did I say?
3: Yeah. I was about I to say, Julio Iglesias yeah, yeah, doing stand-up now? I'm sorry, Wait, I'm you sorry. You Julio Iglesias <laughs> <laughs> for stand-up gigs no. <laughs> now? No. Fluffy. You all fluffy, I'll
0: damn
2: live it. Fluffy,
0: damn
2: it. Fluffy, damn it.
0: Um <laughs> well, the point of fact is, Did is you know that, that Julio Iglesias like, refers to his
2: pubic hair as Fluffy? Oh God! All right. That's what I've heard. I'm done.
3: That's what I hear too. This part of the um, podcast is not no, brought to you by the...
2: Manscaped.
3: Oh God! <laughs> Manscaper 2.0. Um, uh, the spring okay. is good too, by the way. So anyhow, the point of fact is is that um, the the um, there are things obviously that go on in this movie that's probably not great today. Just like Adventures in Babysitting had a couple of things in it that, that you know probably isn't going to fly today, but it's not egregious. It's not great. We, don't, we shouldn't hide from it. it. It happened. It was cool then. It's not cool now. We just need to accept that. Yeah. You don't need to th- flush the entire movie just because of that. Because there's nothing that egregious. It's not like low, down, dirty, shame. Egregious. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, it holds up. So I'm going to spin this one to Jay.
1: Alright. Um, so um, I assume you're talking about, like, data? Like, maybe? Yes. And the way. fact
3: that we... Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, uh, data and uh, the fact that we kind of harass uh, the the Spanish um, housekeeper. And, of course, you have a special needs person chained into a basement that they claim. No, that was cool. So, huh? Yes. All of yeah. that is, all yeah, that is not okay. Thing,
1: I always had trouble understanding data. Um, I'm glad for the first time I actually used subtitles because the pinchers of peril. I never understood yeah. that he was saying pinches of peril. All right. Uh, yeah he was like i'm gonna pinches a pep i was like what the hell did he yeah. say the what pinches something um and the the weirdest part is he's vietnamese and they made him chinese and he has yeah but he's american so he had an american mm-hmm. accent and they made him speak with yeah. a chinese accent so it's like here you, oh. you're vietnamese put on a chinese accent okay and we're gonna pretend you're oh. chinese even though you- have an American accent. Wow. So there's wow. there's like some issues there, but um, other than yeah. that, I mean, you know, obviously people back then didn't really even wouldn't even have thought twice about that. So I'm not yeah. saying you know, but now you can't do that. Uh, so, but other than that, uh, you know, this this it's really like a feel good movie. I I buy in every time Sean Aston is selling something with that like score behind mm-hmm. it, like you know, like it's our time. You know, like that whole thing. It's yep. like, man, you just feel great. Yep. So, I'm going to go over to Melanie. Yep. So, and by the way, Jay,
2: up. you're incorrect. Oh,
1: God. oh <laughs> right. I was wrong. Right. <laughs>
2: score is Chris one, Jay zero, and Melanie is up to the plate. Right. Let's see how What's up? she scores What's up.
4: Okay, so just real quick, I'll say, I think it holds up. Um, I know younger people that I've showed like it. I always kind of go there, but uh i think that when i was younger i really liked it a lot i watching it now i didn't have the same exact feelings that i did when i watched it when i was younger but you
2: watched it in chunks Um, you can't have the same feelings if you watch it in chunks
4: true True. but i still loved it um i still enjoyed watching it and um i will tell you my husband literally freaking hates this movie with a passion um he thinks it's the dumbest movie that was ever made and i don't agree with him at all. Sounds like
2: someone's living with with a sloth over there, huh?
4: <laughs> he Sounds he like someone. Sorry. This movie. Sounds like
2: someone's living he with grandma
4: over there.
0: The like, is, like he literally
4: doesn't even want to listen <laughs> to it in the background. He's like, I don't even want to hear these people talk. It just drives me crazy. I can't say anything about this movie. Is your He's husband like, hiding gold? It. Do
2: you think that's what it is?
4: No, <laughs> oh, I don't know. But he just hates it. Um, Have you ever
2: checked so, under um, your fireplace?
4: No, but maybe I should. Yeah,
2: check it out, girl. Or the
3: freezer for a
2: body. Or some grape ice cream.
4: Yes, Yes. grape ice cream. I'm going to try that, though, real bad. I I will definitely think that it holds up because I still enjoy watching it. I just don't feel exactly the same, but I still really enjoy watching it. I've always loved it growing up. My girls love it now, so it's carrying on. um, And there's a huge, um, you know, like – if you look it up on uh, reviews, it, it ha- I think it's like a four or five star review for this movie. So people, I forgot what it is on certain. It depends on the website, but people still love it. So yeah, I'm gonna say it holds up.
2: That is correct. That is correct, Melanie. And <laughs> and it for some reason for you it was it was worth negative two points. So Chris wins with one point.
3: <laughs> that's, that's my. That's usually how that rolls. Yay! <laughs> I'll wait for my trophy, Ben. Send it over. It's
2: currently being Send molded and DC. melted down.
3: Fantastic. Send it over to D.C. They won't
2: Absolutely. So, All right. Super. <clears throat> well, that was our show. I'd like to thank. Thank you so much for ben coming Lee to my live game us. show. I'd like to thank Jay, Melanie, and Chris Martin now. And <laughs> we really appreciate you taking the time out to be here on the Film Trivia Takeover podcast. America loves it. And we know you do, too.
1: <laughs> so tell us all about the, uh, the stand-up special and uh, anything else.
2: It's called The Mad King. Um, best reviewed thing I've ever done in my life. Um, you can just go to my bio at benglebe.com and read these amazing quotes. But, like, my friend Nikki Glazer said the special is Bill Burr level without question. Carla Nascos are her words. I just repeat them because I need people to hear it. And she's not doing your podcast, and I am. And, right. Kelly Carlin said that it's reminded her of her dad, George Carlin, and tweeted that on the official George nice. Carlin Twitter I love
4: account. George Carlin. I have his DVD. He
2: is the reason I'm a comedian. It's the highest compliment I've ever been paid in my life. And so I really, really implore any of you to listen to and watch the special on YouTube, and please leave comments and share it so more people can find out, because I want this thing to, to grow and help define my career. Because I'm also trying to get the job as the host of The Daily Show right now. and a blowing up special would be helpful I also recently put out a link self submitting myself for that and so anybody can watch it and share that too and just follow me at Ben Glebe on all the social media, subscribe to my podcast Last Week on Earth, I release stand up content all the time on my socials I'm very responsive to all my fans the mad ones are uh, a big part of my life, I do virtual shows once a month I'm loyal to my Patreon we do virtual hangs once a month all kinds of stuff, so come on by uh patreon.com slash benglebe and Bengleeb.com, and uh I'd also like to mention amnesty international to give a quick shout out to us.com every kid can be a kid uh petco you need supplies for your pet try petco.com petco we're all you need
4: that's awesome, awesome. all right
2: super yeah. thanks so much yeah, you guys thank you so am I the much first for, uh, guest to ever run his own ads on your on your podcast Uh, maybe
1: I I
0: think so Uh,
1: cha-ching for me any ads that we've ever uh... (laughs) really excited any ads that we've ever done it's all uh, fake oh really (laughs) yeah mine are
2: 100% real Balenciaga we had to sponsor someone after Kanye and Glebe gave us a ring Balenciaga we make more than grills now
3: (laughs) oh my god
2: (laughs) All right. well uh, thanks again for joining
1: us and um Until next time, movies may not age like fine wine, but we drink them anyway. Take care. Bye.